Welcome to the Scrap Happier Podcast, where we share quick tips, tricks, and techniques to help you create scrapbooks you love and be happier while doing it. I'm your host, Alice Bull. Before we dive into our topic of things that we like and don't like and scrapbooking them, I'm going to share a bit about something that I really like. It's a course that I run every year called Scrapbook Christmas in January. I created this course because I was struggling with a lot of other December scrapbooking projects, and I needed something that fit into my life better without making me feel guilty that I wasn't getting everything done or that I didn't have tons of glamorous holiday plans and activities to scrapbook. That feeling of overwhelm where I just couldn't add one more thing to my holiday list led me to create this class, Scrapbook Christmas in January. In the class, I walk you through 25 ideas of things you may wish to capture for your holiday scrapbooking in the month of December. I show you how to capture the bare minimum now so that you're ready to scrapbook your memories in January. And don't worry, you don't have to do them all. I sure don't. I pick and choose the ones that really apply to my life each year. Then, doing as little as possible in December, I'll show you ideas so that you can sit down and create the layouts that you're going to love in January. When you have more time, when you're not baking cookies and decorating and caroling and visiting and all of that other great stuff that we get up to in December. And the best part is, once you sign up for this class, you get it for life. You're able to participate every year without paying again. You just pick and choose the parts that you need next year. The class receives regular updates. It had a major overhaul in 2020 with everything going on then. So it's filled with great ideas to help you scrapbook your Christmas. But in January... And I know I said the best thing is that you get it for life, but perhaps the best thing is that with the $10 off coupon I'm going to give you right now, you'll get access to the class for only 15 bucks. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you about another class where you can save another $10. And that class helped me create my very favorite scrapbook, my favorite that I've ever made. So that will be at the end. Go to scraphappy.org slash Christmas and use the code podcast10 to save $10. That's not 10%, it's $10. That's scraphappy.org slash Christmas and use the code podcast10. You'll find all of the information in the show notes and the coupon is good until December 31st. I hope you're ready to dive into part number four of our series about scrapbooking yourself. Today, we are talking all about scrapbooking your likes and your dislikes. And I think that this is such a fun topic. It's something that feels pretty natural to most of us. And I think that you'll really enjoy this one. Last time in part number three, we talked all about capturing your personality And that can be a little bit harder to pin down and figure out how to do it. So talking about your likes and dislikes is so much easier. If you missed last week's episode, you should definitely catch up on scrapbooking yourself and your personality, but you can listen to this one first. They don't have to be taken in order. In part one of this series, we talked about what's important to you. We talked about what gives you joy, what makes you feel passionate. In part two, we talked about your influences. Part three, we talked about your personality. But now we're going to dive into something that feels a little bit lighter. So this one's a little bit easier. Capturing your preferences, the things that you like, and really importantly, the things that you dislike as well, shows part of what makes you an individual. 
it shows the things that you spend your time doing. What's kind of important to you is where you put your time, right? And we want to capture those kind of pages that showcase our preferences in your albums. Scrapbooking your preferences can lead to so many different types of pages. You can be thinking about food, drinks, movies and TV shows, music, the bands that you like, the fashion or clothing or style that you like. Maybe it's your favorite color, your favorite people, your favorite chores, <laughs> or your, your least favorite chores, your, the weather that you love, the hobbies that you love, the types of travel that you enjoy. What do you do in your free time? Do you enjoy sports or games or video games? Do you listen to podcasts? Are you really into animals? Do you have a fondness for pets? Do you enjoy certain scents or books or decor? Are there certain types of housing decor or types of housing itself that really makes you feel at home? Do you like living in the country or in a city? What time of year is your favorite? What season is your favorite? Do you have a favorite superhero? What is your favorite thing that you learn? Like, do you have a certain kind of education that you absolutely love? Is there something that you're always learning about? Capturing your preferences really can show your uniqueness and your individuality. As you listened to that big list of preferences, and that is by no means an exhaustive list, feel free to add even more and share your suggestions with me. I would love to hear the types of preferences that you've scrapbooked or want to scrapbook. And I really love thinking about these different kinds of preferences because everybody is different. And hopefully some of these ideas will make you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have never scrapbooked that before. Creating layouts about your likes and dislikes is pretty intuitive. So here's how you can take that to the next level. I want you to really lean in. Have some fun with this. A lot of the topics that show your tastes will have an opportunity for some fun themes. And it's kind of funny because so many times in scrapbooking, we hear people that are leaning away from themed papers and themed embellishments and all of that stuff that it's overly themey. We're like, oh, we just don't like to scrapbook with that anymore. We shop for scrapbook supplies that are more neutral and less thematic. And that's totally okay. But I'm going to make an argument that when you're scrapbooking your preferences, this is your chance to lean into all the fun that those themed products can bring to your scrapbooking. I think that the problem with themed embellishments and papers and products comes when we end up repeating the same ones over and over and over again. If you've had a kid in soccer, you might have made quite a few soccer pages. So the themes can be a little overwhelming. But honestly, what are you going to do if you're scrapbooking soccer? Do you really want to use neutral papers and be like, oh, look, this is all about you being in soccer. Like, just lean in. Use that themed paper. That's what it's there for. Let's enjoy the fun of it. Engage with the fun of those themed papers and embellishments and supplies that we have available to us. And let's be real, as we're looking at creating these pages that we've never made about ourselves, that scrapbook our preferences, chances are we don't already have a ton of those supplies sitting in our stash, those themed embellishments and papers. Otherwise, we might have already scrapbooked these pages, right? 
And not only are there great themed products out there that we can use to help tell the stories about the things that we love or don't, but we can do some pretty creative things on our layouts. When I wanted to scrapbook how much fun that my brothers and I had playing Monopoly as kids, I made a layout that looked like a Monopoly board. Instead of an empty rectangle where the chance cards would go, I added a photo of myself with my brothers at the time or at the right age that we used to play Monopoly all the time. Because you got to know, I didn't have a picture of us actually sitting down together and playing Monopoly. I just didn't have it. So to create a layout that documented how much fun we had with it, I used the board in creative ways to document the things that I remembered about it. On each of the properties that go around the edge of the board that you would travel around, I documented the stories that I could think of that helped me remember how much fun we had. I wrote things like, I was always the banker, and my favorite piece was the battleship. We usually played on the floor in the basement. We would keep the same game going for days. When mom made us clean up, we wrote everything down. That way we could start where we left off. My favorite properties to own were the orange ones. And I like the green ones too. And I could never pass up on boardwalk. I knew the price of every property, the rent, the cost with houses, and the hotels. We did make up some of our own rules. You never had to pay income tax. And you won money for landing on free parking. And one of the fun things about this page is that some of those spaces are still blank. So if I have more memories about our times playing Monopoly, then I can still add them to this layout. And so it has the chance to grow and share even more memories in the future. I also made a layout that documents my love of purses, and I've had many different styles of purses. Usually they are bright and colorful and have really fun features to them. And so to document my love of purses, I made a really fun layout for that. I grabbed all of my purses and did a quick photo shoot with them. Now there's a photo of me holding all of the purses at one time. And then I have individual photos of me holding each of the purses that I really love the most. And I'm holding them up and displaying them and I'm hugging them and I'm loving them. And I just think that it is so fun and playful. And then I made a grid layout so that you could really see some of the fun of all of these pages. Now, this page definitely shows some of my personality, and it really shows how much I love purses. The final layout that I want to talk about today is the page that I made that documents my love of reading. The page is called One More Chapter, which pretty much sums up my life anytime I'm reading a book. Along the bottom of the page, I used some stamps from a company called Three Room Studio. They had two sets. One's called Let's Hooga and the other's called I Heart Books. I used the two sets of stamps stamped in black just on white paper at the bottom of the page to create a little scene that shows a person sitting around on a cozy chair reading, which is something that I love to do. And then I used just plain white writing all over the page that talks about how much I enjoy reading and how much I've enjoyed reading over the years. By just sticking to this black and white, really editorial design, 
It kind of makes you think of a book with the black text on the white pages. And I love that I was able to talk about books that I enjoyed as a child, books that I enjoyed as a teenager, and books that I enjoyed as an adult. And one of the things that I did after naming the page one more chapter, I made sure that my journaling ended with a statement that ends with one more chapter. And that's a technique that I absolutely love to do to tie my journaling right into the title of the page, or I guess to tie that title of the page into my journaling. And it just makes for such a cohesive, warm feel on my layouts. Here are four tips for you to consider so that you can have more fun with your pages that show your preferences. Number one, lean into that theme. Go for it with those themed embellishments and papers. They add a lot of fun and character to the pages, so why not just use these amazing products that are available to us? Tip number two, go for the big and bold stuff. Whether it's your embellishments, your photos, the use of a lot of repetition, do something big and bold. Those things stand out. When I made the page with the Monopoly board, that page was instantly a lot of fun. When I made the page about the purses, I didn't just showcase one or two bags. I showed a lot of them. Your big, bold statement is sure to stand out. So now's the time to go for it. Tip number three, try interactive elements. If you've ever wanted to make a page that has flaps or something that moves or something that you pull out, now is the time. This is a perfect way to showcase the things that you like. And tip number four, really play with your titles. Get creative with your titles. Have fun with the words or have fun with the way that you put those words on the page. Maybe you're talking about shaking things up in your life and how you really like to try new things. Maybe your title will have a shaker on it. If you really love your dog, then maybe the title will have the dog's name with little pictures inside each of the letters. Just try something fun for that title. And here's a bonus tip. You may even make layouts that show multiple likes and dislikes all on one page. Imagine creating a page that has all of these fun interactive flaps on it. Under each flap, you could showcase something else that you love or don't love. Hopefully the tips that I've shared today talking about scrapbooking your preferences has given you a lot of inspiration and some fun ideas to bring your preferences, to bring the things that you love or don't love to your scrapbooking pages. If you make a layout showcasing your preferences, I would love to see it. So go ahead and tag me on Instagram. You can tag the Scrap Happier podcast account at Scrap Happier, or you can tag me at Alice Bull, and that's A-L-I-C-E-B-O-L-L. You can find the show notes for this episode by visiting scraphappy.org slash episode 67. On that page, you'll find a list of different preferences that you might want to scrapbook for your albums. You'll also find pictures of the layouts that I've mentioned today so that you can see how much fun it is when you're scrapbooking your preferences. Don't forget about the great deal on the Scrapbook Christmas in January class that's available right now. Details are on the show notes. And listen to the end of this episode so you don't miss out on the discount on my very favorite class. Or I should say, the class that helped me make my very favorite album. 
I hope that this episode will help you make some great pages about yourself. Please scrapbook yourself. It is totally worth it and you are worth it. Until next time, happy scrapping. If this series about scrapbooking yourself has been very inspiring to you and you feel really revved up to start telling your own stories, you might be interested in my class called Scrapbook You. I created this class when I realized that I actually didn't have a scrapbook about myself. I had made scrapbooks about my kids, I'd made pages about my husband, about our family, but I'd never really told my own story. So I decided I needed a highlight reel, some kind of album that I could pull out and say, this is me. This is the highlight reel of Alice's life. I broke down my life into manageable steps based on five different parts of life. And this system is so genius. It's a great way to be able to tell your story and to feel like you've hit some of the important highlights of your life. So if you're ready to create a highlight reel about your life, please check out my Scrapbook You class. You can find it in the Scrap Happy shop and you can use the same coupon that I gave you for the Scrapbook Christmas in January to save an additional $10 off of this class. So if you buy both classes, you'll save $20. You can go and find that in the Scrap Happy shop at shop.scraphappy.org. Don't forget to use the coupon code PODCAST10 to save that $10 though.